Welcome to the In Awe Podcast, where we amplify women by sharing their unique stories and empower a community through the mission and their message. I am your host, Sarah Johnson, a former school teacher and principal turned author and entrepreneur, living my own leap of faith on a mission to teach masses. Each week, we will feature stories from women who will leave us all in awe of their impact on our world. Welcome back, my friends, old and new, to the In Awe Podcast and our series on creators. Our guiding quote for this series is from Brené Brown. The only unique contribution that we will ever make to this world will come from our creativity. We have heard from inspiring women who are using their gifts beautifully and in different ways that inspire and grow others. Today's guest has a powerful message for us, not only with her inspiring creativity, but her ability to persevere and to innovate new ways of sharing her gifts with others. I've had her on the show once before, approximately a year ago, just before coronavirus came on the scene, and I knew she would have a mission in her message for us today. At the age of five, Kinks by Nikki founder and designer Nicole Nikki Burton began her journey as an artist. A Columbus, Ohio native, Burton is a self-taught artist and designer who has turned her passion for drawing and painting into a sustainable enterprise. Burton's creative instinct propels her to experiment with color and texture, producing a signature style that has evolved into a vibrant brand of wearable art that is far from ordinary. Burton's process for creating new pieces manifests in the form of dreams. No pencil or stencil, it is all in my head. It's no wonder that Nicole's statement making jewelry and clothing reflects the city that she inhabits and works in, which is bedecked in cultural significance and imaginative representation. Over the course of her successful 20 plus year career, Nicole has collaborated with designers, photographers, stylists, makeup artists, and activists to highlight, enlighten, and educate the significance and relevance of African American art. Nicole currently operates a mobile art studio that turns any location into an art studio in minutes and now offers online services to support others in their creative pursuits. She is author of best-selling I Level is Bi Level, The Power of Success of a Dope Landscape. She currently resides in Columbus, Ohio with her husband, three adult children, and one grandchild. In this episode, we discuss Nicole's experience shifting through the challenges for creators brought on by the pandemic, the awesome services she now offers to a wider audience, and why she chose to write and publish a book in the last year, as well as insight into her creative process. Anytime I interact with Nicole, I feel inspired by her creativity, as well as her ability to reach those who need her insights. I am deeply honored that she would join me again on the show to share her experiences and wisdom with us, and I am so excited that her gifts are more accessible to us all now that her hosting has moved online. I have linked her website, so don't forget to check it out because I know you're going to want to purchase her original art and work with her to create your own friends. It is with great joy that I bring you Nicole Burton's Creator Story. Welcome, Nicole Burton, to the In Awe podcast for a second time. I am so excited to have a conversation with you today. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Well, it is my honor, and I want you to know that I am so deeply thankful because you're taking this last minute. I know you're a busy lady, but I'm so excited because we are going to be able to share with the listeners what it's like to be a creator uh, during uncertain times, but also just to know that you were on the podcast last approximately a year ago, and I'm so excited to hear all the great things that you've been up to. So would you just do me a favor? I read your bio. I'm hoping that regular listeners of the podcast heard your awesome episode. If not, I'll go back and link that. But would you just share with us a little bit about your current context? Maybe they're hearing you for the first time. Where are you at? What is it that you do? How are you? Hey, everybody. I am Nicole Burton. I am the owner of Kings by Nikki Wearable Art, LLC. 
I currently host um, mobile and virtual paint parties, um, similar to paint and sips, just no alcohol, um, unless the person, that's their choice. Um, I just don't provide it. Um, I also am a service designer, meaning that I paint on many different surfaces, earrings, apparel, shoes, uh, currently working on a project on a rock outside of a neighborhood. Um, and I am a best-selling author. I'm located in Columbus, Ohio. I'm a mom and I'm a grandma. All beautiful. I love it. And one thing that I love about you, Nikki, is that you are a person who is consistently working on creativity. We had you featured last year, February, 2020 on the creativity series. And here you are in April of 2021 on the creator series. And I specifically reached out to you because I was just so deeply impressed, first of all, by your story in terms of how you got to where you are now, which listeners, you've got to check out episode 60 with Nicole Burton. We get to cover all kinds of beautiful things about faith and how you got to where you are and your history in basically education and how you're using all of that now, but to fast forward to now, knowing that even in the midst of the circumstances that we've all been living in this last year, that you and I would have had no idea was coming just a few short weeks after we last talked, uh, that you've been still creating. And so I want to hear about that um, piece and just be inspired by you to hear how you've adjusted, how you're delivering your creativity, and also the book, the best-selling book book, uh, which is super exciting. So can we first start talking a little bit about COVID for you as a creator, as an artist, as a person who helps others unleash their creativity and as an individual who is gifted in so many different ways, how has COVID impacted your ability to reach clients and just that overall productive process? Okay. So COVID hit on my 50th birthday, uh, which was March 16th, 2020. Um, what? That seems unfair, but fantastically, you can remember it, it was, right? <laughs> Listen, it was that week was an emotional journey. Um, I had taken my daughter back to the airport to go to school. Um, she goes to school in Chicago. So I dropped her and her friend off at the airport and, you know, we came back home and, you know, we just, I just kind of sat here and all of the emails started rolling through all of the events that uh, I had planned for 2020 or had even paid for, for 2020, all the emails start rolling in, you know, we're canceling, we're going to move it to 2021. You know, you have the option of staying or, you know, getting a refund. And so, you know, I'll stay 2021. We should be fine. So, you know, the days go on and I just allow myself probably for the first time ever to just feel, go through the emotions, like go through each emotion. I got an email from my daughter's school the, that Wednesday. So just two days after taking her to the airport, we get an email stating that COVID had hit their campus and they were shutting down and all of the students needed to be off campus by Sunday, 5 p.m. And so I go into 
oh my God, I got to get my daughter. We got to figure this out. So we, you know, plan to get her. I literally drove. We left out Saturday um, morning. I drove 13 hours. I was in Chicago for an hour and we were back on the road. I literally drove 13 hours. Like I have to get there, get her. And then I have to get back home. Um, and so again, she's here. We're here that following Monday. I'm like, okay, you've cried. You've, you've been mad. You're upset. What are you going to do to pay the bills? So I went to my website. I look at everything and I'm like, what can I do differently? Like, what can I change right now? And so my coloring book went from, I still had, um, hard copies, but then I did a digital copy and I put that on the website. And then I looked at my paint parties. And so I started to create paint party boxes, which is a pre-sketch canvas. Um, I have four different designs, pre-sketch canvases with all the materials needed, except for easels. It was kind of hard to get easels. And then I put those on the website. I created a video to show people what it was. And then I knew that parents were home with kids and needed something for them to do in lieu of art class. And so the Friday afternoons and evenings, I started doing live paint parties on Facebook for the parents. And oh, then, bless it. I need to slow you down a second. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. First of all, I am, I'm chuckling because I was thinking about you as a person going into problem solving mode. And I mean, you said you felt all the emotions that week and I'm mm -hmm. laughing Nikki, because I'm pretty sure that I felt those emotions. I don't know for like eight months, um, a year and a half. I'm like, I don't even know how far we're into this before I started finally kicking myself into now what, you know, you're sharing not only it was your birthday, it's, a, you know, it's a time of celebration. And yet there's all this unknown and 13 hours is no joke driving to get your daughter, uh, you know, across the lands where we're still not sure there was a lot of fear driven up about COVID and getting her and then factoring in all of those cancellations, because even you talking about that, I'm going to be honest with you. And I, I don't know if there's any other listeners here that are in that creator realm um, that just lost so much during that time in regard to contracts and um, flights and plans and all of these in-person events. And so that 13 hours, I, I just to go back to must have been a lot of inside your head <laughs> or did you just um, cope with music? Like, I'm, I'm curious about that a little bit. Um, so um, driving there, it was me and it's normally just me and my oldest daughter um, <clears throat> when we're going to Chicago. And so I know for she's a night owl. So I know the ride up, she's going to be asleep. So it's going to be music. But then like there's a lot of time to think. Um, and so it was definitely lots of music, but then it was a lot of time to be like in my head. Okay. You know, calm down. Like this is unknown for everybody. Um, 
you know, just thinking of all the things like, okay, what could I do? But then like also appreciative to be able to have some time to actually just sit still, like just to be able to, to enjoy and sit back and not necessarily have to worry too that my daughter is in Chicago and something, you know, you, you can't instantly get to her, but just being able to be like, oh, okay, she's in a room and I have access to her. Like I can just go knock on the door like, hey, how are you? You need anything? Um, and so it was a little bit of both music and a lot of time to think. It's really beautiful. And I love how you frame that positively because, you know, the truth is that we were all collectively in that same pause. For those of us that came out healthy um, and unscathed directly by COVID during that time period, it really was kind of a beautiful opportunity to pause and reset the deck a little bit. And I appreciate that that's coming through your message too. And the value of having your daughter in your home and not worrying about her is so beautiful too. So I had, I paused you right at the moment when you said that you were uh, giving live classes because I'm thinking, shoot, how did I miss that? I needed you desperately at that time with my uh, then 10 year old and, um, eight-year-old because that was just a whole different phase of our lives where we're trying to figure out how to engage our kids and, you know, the rug pulled out from everybody. And I just love so much that you're like, okay, here's the problem. I'm going to solve it. So first one, I think you talked about was getting your, the virtual, um, options for your book, Color Me Dope, which is fantastic. Thank you. And the next being the virtual sessions and putting a box together again, fantastic. And I think too, I hope anyway that it did or it continues to broaden your reach uh, because being virtual means that now here in Wisconsin, I can access your classes, which is fantastic. I don't have to be in Ohio to witness the amazing Nikki Burton, right? Like that, there's beauty in that too. But then finally, when you're talking about doing those um, online courses, one of the things I was thinking about is uh, the gift that you had in your, I don't know, previous career working with educators and kids, if you've been able to do that. And so that's cool to hear. How did that end up going for you? The virtual paint parties, presenting it on Facebook, it got me a little bit more exposure to people who kind of knew what I did, but not really. Um, and then people were able to share it with their network of people. And then so um, after that, I started getting booked for couples get togethers, which was, you know, it could be a couple in um, Atlanta. It would be a couple in New Jersey or a couple in California where we all can connect virtually and all I had to do was put the boxes together, ship all the materials and then send a Zoom link. And so people were still able to connect with people who they would normally travel with and hang out. Being able to do girls nights or a cousin's night where I'm able to ship all of these um, boxes to people and to be able to still connect them and then they're like oh my god I need to book a, a paint party night with you you know with my sisters or with my aunts or you know whoever and so then even additionally 
with the paint party box being added to the website, people were, even if they didn't want to do it virtually, they still had access to buy a box with all the materials and instructions, and then they can just do it at home at their leisure. And they can order additional canvases as well. So um, it's it's been a great experience. Um, I did teach a summer camp. And so the, the great thing with that was the camp was able to provide the materials based off the lessons I was teaching um, to the different age groups. And so I did that twice a week. Um, and one day I had like one class. And then the next day I had like two different classes um, and what they were back to back and it was cool. And then I was able to sit in on some of the classes that they were um, also taking. So they were able to do dance and yoga. And so I'm not sure about this summer um, in regards to teaching, but I also picked up an art student where I went to her house and we did drawing lessons for the majority of the summer until school started back. I'm just beaming over here because I love how much you were able to innovate and do something different than you had been doing and still have an impact. And that's the true creator in you uh, because you didn't sit back and just let nothing happen or let it derail you and your passion is still obvious. And I love so much the idea of those virtual sessions with you. It just brings me such joy to think about that. And I hope that that's going to just honestly be something that you keep. Is that something that if listeners are interested, they can still sign up on your website? Are you currently doing that? Oh, absolutely. They can book. So a lot of the virtual sessions are private. Um, but they can go in and book a private session on the website or they can at least email me and inquire about it. So it's something that will be a staple. It works for me, too. You know what I mean? Like it's I don't have to, you know, pack up my car and and go and then set all the stuff up and, you know, break it all the way back down where I, it's it's still work, but it's not as much work as it is in person. I love that being just a beauty and a benefit from the darkness. It just makes me so happy um, to hear that. And honestly, I was thinking about our last conversation when we talked about the beauty of helping others see inside of themselves when you're, you, I remember this conversation distinctly about when you are working with individuals who are doing self portraits and how they don't see themselves clearly. And I just think that the ministry inside of what you do is so powerful and the message that you have. And I love the idea that listeners can sign up. So, hey, pause the podcast and do that right now for yourselves because we all need to tap into that creativity and maybe this is your prompting. I'm so excited about that. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we have to cover this piece because one of the things that I am just, again, inspired by you is that you also saw a need for assisting other people with an expertise that you've gained. And so you went ahead and you're, you're like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and publish a book during a pandemic. <laughs> Do you want to talk about eye level is by level? Maybe first, what got you to uh, think to create a book and what listeners could gain if they pick that book up? Okay. So, um, in speaking to a really good friend, um, we talk about 
we're friends, but we also talk about business um, things a lot. So we'll share um, different ideas. We'll share um, different things that we've seen, or she'll just call and be like, oh, I think you should be doing this. Um, And so in one conversation we had, and she was discussing getting back into becoming a vendor and what her space could look like. What does she, you know, want the space to look like or what she thinks the setup should be. Um, And so we were talking and then I just start giving her a bunch of ideas, a bunch of things she could do. And she was like, have you ever thought about putting this in a book? Like you literally give out this information for free all the time. Um, Have you ever thought about putting it in a book? Like you could write what you just said to me because I would buy the book. It's a tool that I would be able to carry with me. I would have it. It's something that I can reread because maybe I missed something in the beginning when I first read it. But it's something that I would, it would be a staple. Like I would have it with my vending stuff. I can always go back and pick it back up. I hadn't thought about putting it in a book until she said it. And so I kind of just started writing it down. And then one of the um, one of my Facebook friends who is a coach was running a special. And I'm like, here's my opportunity. Let me get with her. And we just kind of started and she held me accountable. I had deadlines to meet and it was a lot of work on my end. She just kind of helped me with the deadlines and staying on track because I had to have an end date. And so what the end date is, okay, you have this time, but you have until this time to get all of these things done. And if you don't, then you have to start all the way over. It was a great process. I also had some life challenges in there that kind of knocked me off my square, so to speak, or wouldn't allow me to write for a long time. And so I ended up really getting the book completed within a month. And most of it happened on my phone because my surface ended up dying. And so I didn't let it stop me. I just did what I had to do. And then she helped me with the computer part that I didn't have access to. That is such an awesome story because again, what I love is that you have such a sense of community coming through this where you're, it's that um, community over competition where you have a friend who's saying, Hey, you've got a a gift to offer. Why don't you think about it this way? And so you did. And then you saw that another friend had a gift to offer to help you get your gift out there. It's just a really beautiful um, building of relationships. And that's what I love hearing from that evolution. The book you ended up creating, which by the way, uh, just, I love how practical your approach is and saying that, you know, my computer broke and I could still do it on my phone, but (laughs) having somebody keep me accountable. I level is by level the power and success of a dope tablescape. I absolutely love how your voice comes through in the title, the subtitle. I've read through a good chunk of this and it's a shorter book, right? So it's an easy read and it's very practical. I love so much. So if somebody were to pick up the book, what do you think would be one or two key takeaways that they would grab from that? Always present your best to the world and do your due diligence to show up for you. That's so good. And really the targeted audience for this is individuals who participate in vendor shows. Is that correct? 
That's correct. So people that show that do vendor shows, pop-up shops, conferences where you're a vendor, even if you sell your items on a live. So if they do live viewings or live shows on um, social media, you still want your space to look presentable because people will always remember that. Like if you look unorganized, they'll remember like, oh, I don't know if I really want to watch that because the last time she was still taking stuff out of the plastic, whether instead of having it already out of the plastic and you can just pick it up and show it. It's so good because I'm sure it's just a trove of treasures from all the things that you've learned in being a highly effective vendor yourself. And of course, you have so many awesome things to sell yourself. I mean, original artwork that you want to make sure that people's eyes are, you know, that they're there and they're looking at the things. So I love that. Um, And I also love that you've incorporated live events and virtual because, and so when I asked you uh, in the pre-chat, I said, so you obviously started writing this before and you're like, no, 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 (laughs) I started writing this during COVID. I'm like, yep, don't quit making assumptions, Sarah, because I would never sell you short in the short times that we've interacted. You're just such a smart thinker. And it makes a ton of sense that, that individuals who get this book, Someday we'll get out of this world of COVID, of restrictions, I pray, I mean, I hope, and we'll still be able to come together for vendor events. So you've incorporated both situations and scenarios. And I really love that. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I had to learn. Um, and not, well, I did have to learn. So my first live showing, I did. I planned it. Um, it was, I think, a couple months into covid Um, so, you know, you have to market it and push it and brand, you know, brand it and all of those things. And then, um, I went down to my studio and I did it there, um, because I had the space to do it and, you know, set my table up and all of those things. And it was a learning process, but watching my friends that sell paparazzi, they kind of made it easier for entrepreneurs or vendors who are used to setting up, they made it easier for those of us who pay attention to their lives to actually flip what we do and do it for us. Um, And so watching a few of my paparazzi friends, they kind of gave me the legwork to go on and then kind of do it my own way. Um, And so I actually went through and I thanked them the ones that I watched their their live selling, I thank them personally for, you know, laying the groundwork for us entrepreneurs. A, a message that continues to come through from you too is, and I think this has to be tied to the theme of creator, is that creators also need to be constantly innovating, learning, and then teaching, right? And so that continues to come through in what you're saying about your own content. And it just reminds us all that we're all evolving, right? And even though you have this gorgeous ability to create art, getting it out in the world requires you to become a creator in different kinds of ways. And I find that so fantastic that this message is coming through from you. 
Um, one more thing that I wanted to make sure we mentioned is, you know, if an individual listening, many of my listeners are, of course, educators, many of them have the side hustle, right? Mm-hmm. And so you also offer some consulting services. You want to talk about that? Yes. Um, so with the consulting services, um, I can do it virtual or I can do it in person. And with that, I can have you show me your setup. Like eat, like I try to tell people when you're vending to take pictures of your table. That way you have pictures. And if it's one that you really, really, really liked, like the one on my cover, uh, I really loved that setup. Um, and it was when I first jumped. So it was like my first event after I jumped. And I thought about that setup. I slept. I dreamed of it. And so um, having people with the consultations, I have them set up their stuff or send me a picture. And then we can talk about different things that they can switch out, different things that they can use. Um, We can do it in a group setting. We can do it in a one-on-one session. Um, I have links on my website for those. Um, But it's, it's really to help the people stand out in a vending situation. Like you always want to be seen from across the room. Hence, eye level is by level. So even, you know, it's 2021 and people still offer things that are laying on the table with no, you can always go up when you're vending is what I tell people. You can always build your table up Sometimes you can build it out, but definitely you can always go up. And so that's where eye level comes from. Because when you see me vending, you're literally going to see me from the door because my table is going to be set up where you can see me and it's still sturdy where nothing is falling down and, you know, those types of things. So those are my consultation services. We can do it via Zoom or we can just have a conversation over the phone first, and then we could talk about what's necessary and needed to go forward to the next steps. I love it. It's just something, it's probably just one of those little niche areas that people don't often think about. And honestly, as somebody growing up around um, vendor fairs, my mom, I just felt like I wanted to share this. My mom has always had a passion. We call it crafting, Mm -hmm. right? But it's creativity and it's art. And I just hadn't thought about it that way in the same way. Um, And so my entire life was spent around vending. And I never even ever thought about how she set up her table. Isn't that funny? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't even know if she did either. So that's, I'm going to have to have a conversation with her about that. And uh, if she ever gets able to get back to that, I'm definitely going to have to figure out how to help her and give her this book. So Nikki, I am so grateful that you joined me. I feel like you're offering not only inspiration, but also practical advice. Listeners, I want you to make sure that you get on the website. I will link it. If you're looking for a virtual painting, if you're looking for, um, you got to check out that Color Me Dope coloring book. I mean, there's so much that Nikki has to offer. If you just want to purchase her incredible art, I will be sure to link it. Um, But we have those two standard questions that I've got to get to. And I know that you're an inspirational person. So are you ready for those two questions? Yes. Awesome. So if you could write a letter to yourself at any age or stage, what would you say? Um, any age or stage, um, 18 don't stop creating at when I graduated from high school, I did not create anything 
for seven years. So don't stop creating age 18. I think we kind of touched upon that too in our last conversation. So I love that consistency. And I think about if you can, um, especially for somebody like you, like I hear you saying why well, I, I couldn't sleep about the way I set up that table. I was envisioning it. It was like probably for those seven years, I'm going to make an assumption that you felt the least in touch with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I was probably doing some stuff that I didn't need to do, you know, but I wouldn't change it because it, it you know, I, it made me a mom and I was being creative just in a different way and didn't think of it then like I do now. Makes sense to me. Okay. How about this one? If listeners find themselves in a pit of fear or doubt, what could you say to help them rise up out of it? Don't worry about what other people are going to think. Just do. Um, And in in the just do, it's if you sing, sing. If you write, write. If you paint, paint. And whatever it is your do is, just do it and not think about what others will think about it. Just be dope. I love that so much um, because there is so much of that vulnerability. So do it for yourself. Don't worry about anybody else and just be dope. Those are perfect words to end on. I appreciate that so much. So Nikki, what is the best way? I told the listeners that I would link um, your website in the show notes. Is there any other way that you'd like to have them interact with you after this podcast interview? Um, I'm, I'm on Instagram under kinks by Nikki. Um, and that's K I N C S B Y N I C K I same on Facebook kinks by Nikki. And then the book I love was by level is on Amazon Barnes and Noble, and it will be on target.com as well. Ah, that's so exciting. I will be sure to link all of that listeners so that you can get very uh, in touch with Nikki very easily. Thank you so much again for your time. I enjoy every single time we interact and I'm so grateful that you'd take the opportunity to share with us the updates in your life and to inspire us and give us all kinds of practical advice and for the services you offer. You are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I continue to be completely awe-inspired by every single guest on this podcast, and I am so grateful every time you choose to share, rate, review an episode. It matters so greatly to the mission and the message of our guests, and I appreciate every time you help one another rise by lifting up the message. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you being a part of this awe-inspiring community.